Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Dear Evan Hansen. My name is Daniel and joining me today is my dear Shabazz Siddiqui. How's oh, Shay? Oh, my full name. Hi, now Shay. The, now the public knows and they're going to come for me. I mean, your full name is in like our show credits and everything. I think people, Wait, hold on. You've been putting my full name and address? <laughs> put your address, your social security number, uh, everything. That explains a lot. Uh, we are at the Toronto International Film Festival. That is correct. This was our first in-person screening. Correct. Anthony will be watching this movie next week, maybe. Depending if he listens to this, <laughs> the review listens to the that's review. about to follow. If there's ever an episode of the show that he needs to listen to, maybe it's this one. Uh, but of course, this will be our review of Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, we're going to get to all of our thoughts very, very soon. But as always, you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And you can look out throughout the week for our review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our Discord and write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Now, we have a lot of announcements. You already know the spiel. I'm not going to go through them all, but I will say we've had some pretty amazing guests on the show. Most recently, Young Lee, the action designer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Check it out. Lots of reviews up on the feed and lots more coming because, like I said, we are at the Toronto International Film Festival. But today is all about Dear Evan Hansen. This film is directed by Stephen Shabosky. It stars Ben Platt, Caitlin Denver, Julianne Moore, Amy Adams, and it is based on the Broadway musical of the same name. Now, Shay, I would love for you to give me a synopsis. Now, it's up to you if you want to sing it or not. Well, should I sing it like how they do in the movies? I think I think the audience and our audience would really appreciate that. I know I would appreciate well, that. Um, it's about a, a high school uh, senior suffers from social anxiety dis disorder which leads him to struggle at school his journey of self-discovery and, and acceptance it, it begins following the suicide of a fellow classmate was that was that good enough for you listen i don't know i'm 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 in a spot right now where i don't know if we've offended people if you, we've offended ourselves, if I'm offended. I've offended singing, I think, so okay. that there's that. <laughs> <laughs> now, this film going into going into TIFF, going into the release of this movie, this movie comes out September 24th, and theaters is also getting an IMAX release. Mm -hmm. um, going into this film, I think the biggest, you know, 30-year-old elephant in the room was Ben Platt playing a high school senior. I, and I think we have to start there. Yeah. There's no I, other place to start. Yeah, there, so I, I knew nothing about Dear Evan Hansen other than I, the fact that it was a, you know, a Broadway stage play. That's all I knew about it. It was a musical. So when the trailer first came out, I was like, oh, is it about a, is it about a, a, a guy, a, an adult man who's still in high school because of, you know, he has, he has some sort of an, a mental issue or something going on in his life that he can't leave high school? Right, or is it like Robin Williams and Jack? You, Where he, you know, he just ages very fast. Is it is it Arnold Schwarzenegger Jr.? Like, I don't know. Oh is Lord. he pregnant? Like, I don't know what's going on. And <laughs> I was trying to piece it together. And every time I look it up online, nothing ever said anything about how it's about an adult in high school. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just, I'll stick with it. That is the most obnoxious and jarring thing about this film is you can't help but 
look at him and go, you're an adult. You are literally so old. You don't even look 27. You look like you're 38 years old and you're in high school and everyone around you, all the, the rest of your cast, it could be your kid. Like it looked super jarring. I didn't get why they decided to do that. Why they put the makeup on him, why they put the wig on him and why they let him do this. That's where I'm at. I mean, Ben Platt did play this character on Broadway in 2015 for a couple years. In 1923, maybe. No, but, you know, I think that's one of the biggest struggles that this movie has because the surrounding cast in this movie is actually very good. And I think everybody brings a solid performance. But then you have Ben Platt, who's usually good in whatever he's doing, but his performance in this film feels very just unhinged. He feels... Like every scene, it's it's borderline offensive in the sense that you have this person who is dealing with anxiety and they portray him to have such debilitating anxiety that this he seems like he can have, can't even function as a person. And then the next scene, it's fine. And I understand that, you know, the premise of this movie is that, you know, he, there's a line, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. I just struggle with that watching this movie that it paints anxiety as just something that as as a plot device throughout this entire movie that you know it affects him when it needs to affect him but other than that he could kind of just move on and it's just that's that's where i'm struggling with it and of course the music in this movie i think man i'm i'm there's there's a there are no words you know words fail as they say in this movie a lot yeah words fail and i don't know i'm struggling with how i was supposed to feel with this movie because they lay it on very, very thick in the sense that they want you to have this image of this person. You want it's like it's it's almost like a an embarrassing cringe that I felt watching this movie. Did, did we mention that we haven't seen the musical? We have not seen the musical. We haven't seen the musical. Yeah. I don't think that should matter. No, it doesn't because this movie stands on its own. Yeah, I went to go see this movie, and I. I honestly didn't have any expectations at all. I was just like, oh, okay, like I know it's a well beloved musical and you know that's a good sign so let's go see this i don't know was it meant to be a comedy because i was laughing when i don't think i'm supposed to be laughing there's a lot of uncomfortable laughter that i think we both had we looked at each other uh from the few seats of space out that we were yeah and we're just like is this supposed to be funny right now because it's so it's trying so hard to be sincere that it just feels like it's a parody 100 percent, and that's the thing that we discussed like it i it reminded me a lot of the movie trailers that we'd watch for you know those uh very christian films or a dog's journey those just super you know positive hammy love kind of films and i'm sure that you know there's audiences out there that that love those there's definitely an audience for this because you know people will obviously go see them but when you're trying to watch this movie and take the subject matter seriously about suicide they do such a horrible job, in my opinion, of trying to portray that because all of it seems so superficial. It doesn't seem like they actually get to the root cause of anything that these people are suffering from. All they do is name drop. Oh, these are the pills I'm taking. Oh, I have anxiety. Yeah, but dude, you look 40 years old. That's why you have anxiety. You're in high school <laughs> looking like you're 40. Right. Um, also, I think, you know, we spoke about the cast in this movie. There's a great cast in this film. Uh, ben Platt in- included in that, and he sings great. He's a great singer, but I think because his performances were so, he looked very just like like nervous the mm. entire time. Like I don't know. I I think just it was his 
his acting, it was his performance that I think was pulling me out so much because he just came off as just so just shaky and just over the top, like overperforming, overacting mm-hmm. in every single scene that he was in mm-hmm. that it just wasn't landing. It didn't feel natural. It didn't mesh with the other actors. It didn't because everybody else was playing it straight. Everyone else was playing it uh, like, like a person, w- like a person would. Um, and I want to say that, you know, like Amy Adams, she has a, a smaller role in this film, but you know, she gives a good performance. Julianne Moore, a small role, but she gives a good performance. But then it, it bothers me that so one of the things that one of our criticisms of In the Heights this year is that when you're adapting a musical from a Broadway show, not every, not every song needs to make it. Not every moment needs to have a song that just kind of comes in because when you're telling a movie is a different medium than, uh, than a Broadway show. 100%. You need to, there's moments in this where I'm like, man, I just wish that these guys were talking instead because every single moment there was a song. I'm like, oh, that song was, that was interesting. And then it goes on for another three, four minutes. And every scene, I felt like every scene was just outstaying its welcome where it was just like, okay, we got to the point of this. Oh, let me give a, let me come back with a, an encore performance of this, everything that we were just talking about and like give a, a rephrase it in a song for you. And when this movie has its climax moment, it is it's very cringy to watch because you see it coming from a mile away that it's about to happen right at this moment. And then when the character is now not seen in the best light and their turn to get the audience to like them again, it's so frustrating because it is again so surface level. It is it is so thin. There's there's not much else to it other than what you're watching. And it really upset me when I'm watching this movie and I'm feeling nothing for the characters. I'm feeling nothing for anybody in this movie. I'm, I'm, you know, we, we had our good friends, the entitled movie podcast there, their review is going to be up very soon as well. Um, we spoke to them for a little bit after our, after our, our screening of this movie. And we were, we're struggling to figure out is Evan Hansen a likable character at all in any sense? No. Answers He's really them. not, and and that's what and and this movie, the majority I would say like eighty percent of the songs are him, and there's this and you have like a plot points that are going on where this movie is over two hours, but it still feels rushed in the sense where you know by where we are at the beginning of a song, we're gonna have like a, a montage of things happening, and then by the end of the song, things are totally different. I can't see how any of the people that start liking him in this movie like him. He's so. He's so hard to to like. He's very very hard to like. He, there's he's not bringing anything to the to the role, and it was a, such an embarrassing performance. I I was very just upset watching him. I'm like, I can't imagine wanting to talk to this person because all they're doing is just just crumbling right in front of me. And I think just the premise of this film itself it did it did bring to mind movies like you know World's Greatest Dad with Robin Williams oh, yeah. because you know this character is now pretending to be the the person who committed suicide to be right. his best friend and you know start telling these stories and become close with his family it it's it's creepy it's but it's very creepy it's very creepy but they do it in a way where it's it's they're trying so hard to make it feel like it's an endearing thing mm-hmm. and i don't think i ever got on his side no i and never that, and that's what i struggled side. with a lot i never got on his side and every time you know Evan Hansen was crying or Ben Platt was crying or trying to get emotional I just couldn't help but see an adult male just right in front of me pretending to be a high schooler. And I, I kept trying to be like, okay, okay, he's a high schooler, he's a high schooler. 
But I think if I showed this movie to anybody, they'd be like, what is going on? Why is he an adult? Like, it's it's funny because like you know I we watch. Did you watch a lot of Grease growing up? You like Grease? I watched like I watched Grease. I just what do you mean a lot of Grease? Like did you watch like did you when Grease was on TV? Did you watch it all the time? Yeah, I watched Grease a lot growing yeah, up. Yeah, I watched those a fair people amount. were in their forties almost one hundred percent. But I also again I'm I'm, a, I'm was a dumb kid. I never questioned it. No, and and the because everybody looked older. You never you never questioned it. Yeah, but because he is the only character that stood out so much. That looked so much older than everybody. It made me really uncomfortable throughout the entirety of the movie, especially that he had such stubble on his face that obviously had a lot of makeup on. Seeing this on a big screen doesn't hide that. No. the The movie Twenty One Jump Street right now seems like it's more believable. Like that actually, like I believe. <laughs> like when I was watching the movie, I'm like, how could they actually pretend to be high school kids? Like it's not. No, they if they're doing it, dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> 21 Jump Street is not far away at all. Like no, that they're thing, not. Like, it's believable. That, the, like Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill were totally in line with being high school students than Ben Platt was playing Dear Evan Hansen. Right. But also, that was also played for comedy. 100%. And it was used so much better. Where in this film, it's trying so hard to so be hard. sincere. So hard. And I and I, listen, I have to tip my hat to it at least in the sense that... They, they thought they got away. They, <laughs> they wanted... To make people feel something, and trust me, you're not going to leave there without trying, without being like, man, this movie really wants me to feel sad right now, or make me feel for this person, or be like, you know what, I've been there. There's just so many like sad, cringe moments in this movie, and I don't, and I don't any other words to describe it as like sad and cringe. It was just this weird secondhand embarrassment that we were feeling. Definitely, now, I, we're definitely really, you know harping on the negatives of this movie and I don't really have any positives to say to be honest with you so we can end the re- no what, <laughs> what, I, you going with what I want to say is we're not the audience for this movie you know that's I think that's a fair point I think that's you know we do have to recognize that I think this movie will have an audience I think there's right. a big fan uh, there's a big uh, I there's would a say, fan, fan base, base yeah. of musicals especially Dear Evan Hansen and they're probably elated yes. that Ben Platt is here and they're and they're gonna love this movie and that is and I'm so happy for them that they're sure. getting it I hope that our negative words don't sway them in any way because hey listen if you're a fan you're probably gonna have a great time because I'm sure this is you know page to freaking screen like that like that's perfect right. for them now it wasn't for us and we've come to enjoy musicals to a certain degree we like we like we like musicals i like musicals yeah. yeah yeah but this was just that kind of musical that wasn't for us i think i think and i think this is a great way just let's let's lead right into our final recommendations yeah. of this shit because we're, we're getting there we, we're, we're getting there um start us off please i'm gonna say skip it okay i uh, i think it's just uh there it was yeah i don't have i'm trying to figure out the words to say but there are no words there are no words to say. Failing words. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm not for me. I'm going to say skip it as well, which is, I don't think any surprise. I think it'd be a surprise if I said anything else. <laughs> it's a real gem. Real how? <laughs> it's up there with uh, all the movies that we see. No. Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, Avengers Shang-Chi, Endgame. <laughs> Endgame. Top three films. No, honestly, year. you know, this is another example of, I think, of a stage musical that is much better suited to stay on stage and not. No, not every musical needs to be adapted into a, to a film. And if you are going to do it, use the medium of film and the world of movies to tell that story. Don't rely on the music because the music will only get you so far. 
Um, I'm gonna, I think it was good. I think that was a good way to end Leave it. it there. Of course, the movie podcast is at the Toronto International Film Festival. You could stay tuned to so many reviews coming, including our thoughts on Spencer, Last Night in Soho, Dune, and a lot more. Stay tuned on the movie podcast. Uh, we are going to be taking a break from Monday's episode because of all of the amazing reviews that we will be dropping. So if you're looking for the news from this week, hopefully nothing else breaks. We did our reaction for The Matrix, which you can listen to. Uh, Sony did an amazing conference today about Spider-Man and Wolverine, and we're going to be talking about it down the road. So don't worry. We have a lot of time before those games come out yeah. as well. Thank you so much for listening. That was this time with the movie podcast. We will see.